Welcome back to Brother Brother, a podcast that's part therapy, part tongue-in-cheek, all real talk. As always, please subscribe, rate, and review. We do appreciate it. Uh, yeah, so it's episode 104 of the ever-evolving Brother Brother. With me, as always, Jonathan Carson. How are you doing? Doing great! 104. Excited to be here. Yeah. Um, yeah, that last episode went out late because just... It was my fault. I'll take full blame for it. It's my fault. I wasn't going to throw you under the bus, but I also had an opportunity to edit it and put it out and didn't, so... I mean, technically it was edited. All you had, I mean, you could have just done the website stuff and put it out. I didn't realize it was edited. I told you twice, but you don't listen. No, you said all you had to do was the website stuff, but it wasn't... I said it was uploaded. All I got to do is the website stuff. I said oh. it twice. Okay, I missed the uploaded bit. Twice. Because I would have done that then... It doesn't like matter. It got out there. Yeah. It's out in the ether, and this one will be out in a much timelier fashion. Um, you know what? I'll say this. I say ever-evolving because I don't know what the show is going to be. or Because, like, like I, I mean, we said this in past couple of episodes. You know, it was like a, a moment for us to talk throughout the week or what. I mean, we you know, chit-chat throughout the week on Twitter and shit like that. But, like, you know, originally it was a way for us to keep up with each other's lives and stuff like that and, and just talk about the crazy stuff that was going on, in, you know, in the world and whatnot. But, like, now that I've moved up here and... Um, He's in my face all the time. Right, right, so, like, as opposed to I can't wait to talk to Jonathan about this on Sunday or Saturday or whenever we're going to record, it's like... I get home and I'm like, did you see this shit? <laughs> you know, yeah. so by the time we have time to record, it's like, it's not that I don't, I don't want to talk about that stuff, but it's partially that, but it's also, I already, I already we've already talked, yeah, we already we've talked, already talked about, about, it. about it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's weird. So I'm like, so what is this going to become? Because then there are times when like, I'm not talking about something so I can save it for the show. But then I'm like, eh. I don't know, maybe we're going to go back to just having main topics or stuff like that. I don't know, that'd be cool. Yeah, I mean, that's something we should maybe experiment in January. Because we got some pretty pre-planned episodes after this one. Yeah. So in January, mm-hmm. maybe we'll you know reach out between now and then, see if anyone has any ideas. But between the two of us, we'll talk about some topics that matter to us. And, um, you know, it doesn't all always have to be serious, but, you know, we can talk about stuff that... Um, what's going on in our lives and stuff that we really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Episode on snorkeling. I do like snorkel. I love snorkeling. It's one of my favorite moments of my life is when I am underwater swimming through schools of fish and seeing cool shit like stingrays and sleeping sharks and I shit. Love stingrays. Stingrays aren't that scary. As long as you're in water like deep enough that you can float over Save them. Say that to Steve Irwin. Well, Steve Irwin was like in the shallows with them. That's where you're. That's where they're real in fucking the dangerous. Shadows. I don't know how that song goes. I mean, either. I had no idea what you were singing. Um, you know, but the the uh, in the shallows from uh, you know uh, Lady Gaga. I never saw that movie. Neither did I. But you know the song. I, sorry, I can't help you. Really? I can't. I know my wife sings it from every now and then, but I did it's, everything I could to not. I'm gonna admit this song is a banger. I did everything I could to ensure that I was not taking part of that movie experience. I wanted nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. 
I know Lady Gaga is super. It's just like it reminded me of like Eight Mile, where I'm just like I was immediately turned off before I even saw it because I'm just like, oh great, so Eminem's gonna do his life story, like, or you know, close to his life story. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, cool, I guess, but I already know it. I don't need to see it on screen. I'll say this: I didn't see the movie, but I was. Eight Mile's a good movie. So no, I saw Eight Mile. No, I was talking about the Lady Gaga one. Uh, Star is Born. Star is Born. I was so excited to see it. Uh, well, okay, okay. The first trailer, I was like, I don't know about this. This is dumb. I'm not going to see this. And then I was like, I don't know, a couple of second trailers or something. I was like, oh, really? I really want to see this. And then when it came out, I was like, I'm not watching that. <laughs> well, the problem is like, I, for the first trailer I saw, I was like, nah, I don't think that movie's for me. Some people are going to enjoy this movie, but this is not mm-hmm. for me. Um, the second trailer I saw, I was like, man, fuck this movie. Where there's like, trying to do the whole Lady Gaga is an attractive bit to like Bradley Cooper's obvious like addiction problem that's going to kill him um and then I found out you know because I found out it was like the third or fourth version of this Mm -hmm. movie uh how he dies it was one of those things where it's like everybody kept talking about it which made me want to see it less well i felt like i saw it yeah that was like between the daily zeitgeist leading up to it i felt and then the reactions of people as it came out and and people were spoiling it all before i i you know so i'm not that i was uh, like if i had done a search on it i'd be like oh there's i would have i i don't think this is a movie for me that's a big would have been spoiled had i been interested to seeing it because mm-hmm. i think i i tend to do a little bit of research to look at like a general synopsis and if i had found out that this was like the fourth time this movie was coming out i would probably have just been like let me find out what happens because oh. i don't want to be that person in the crowd who's yeah. like bang <gasps> and everyone else like really <laughs> and i'm just like sorry I, I i've never seen this before yeah there's more of them yeah mm-hmm. so no yeah. Well, let's hop into the Carson Corner, because we have a lot. I don't know if we have a lot to talk about this time. No, not really. But you know, we always say that, and then we yeah. end up filling things up. So, um, I went to uh, a bachelor party uh, over the weekend, mm-hmm. uh, poker night, something that we used to do like four or five times uh, a year. But now we, I mean, I think the last time we did was like a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. But it was good times. Um, drank a lot, smoked a lot. I don't get poker. I'm not a fan of it. Poker's. F- I understand how the game is played, and I know how to play poker. But I'm the type of poker player that people who play poker hate because I don't play the way you're supposed to play. And I don't I f- even know what that means. Well, because like there's certain there's certain things that like you get certain cards, and you should you know, like, fold or something, or you shouldn't hit, not hit, but raise and all that stuff, you know? But, like, people who know what they're doing, you you know how, like, with people who know what they're doing hate to play people who don't know what they're doing, but, but like, You play a random psychological game, and that's fine. The only thing about that is real good players will find your tails and then... Then they just wait for you to give yourself up. But but that's what that's what I'm talking about. Like I don't have tails because I really don't know what I'm doing. I guess. Um, I don't know. Poker was fun. I did. I wasn't the first person out. I was probably the fourth, third or fourth person out. Mm-hmm. 
But I had gone there just to have fun, drink, and smoke, which I did. Uh, it was a great time. But it reminded me of just like, I could never be a World Series poker type guy just because it's the games are too long for me. I can't imagine doing yeah. four days of tournaments just being like, uh, work through this, fold, get a hand, fold, get a hand, fold, get a hand, fold, big blind, already bought, already paid to play, so might as well. Um, so yeah, but it was a, it was a blast. It was, it was a lot of fun. Um, I also learned that I am getting older. I've been doing some, um, I've been doing squats among other exercises, but really focusing on that portion of my body. Mm -hmm. And over the last, I'd say five days, my, um, left leg is just like ankle sore, calf, a little sore knee feeling like. I wouldn't say structurally weak, but pretty weak. Just a reminder, just You're like... You're probably just overdoing it is all. Oh, I trust me. I've had to take... Like I said, I've had to take the last five days off. Um, But yeah. Trying to get that MCU body. Oh my god, I know, right? Can you imagine? If I had an MCU body, I would walk around in nothing but like... Mesh t-shirts all the time. Like, I, just, just vests open up. No one wants no, because then you're Matthew McConaughey, and everyone's gonna I call you a douchebag. That's such a douchebag move. <laughs> yeah, it is. But you know what? I'd be like, I worked hard to get this body. Something present it like a normal person. You don't gotta be a fucking douchebag. Just be like, oh look at this. Oh look at my pecs. Something. You're like a bad exhibition. I've been overweight for so long. If I ever get down to that kind of like definition, I'm going to be a douchebag about it. No, it's just. Keep your, douche, keep your douchery to a minimum. It'll be 30 degrees outside and I'll be just out there in my, my winter vest. It's just so vain, that's all. It's not vain. It is. Well, it is It vain. reeks of vanity. vanity. What are you talking it about? It is pride. Yeah. But it's a good kind of pride. It's not a good kind of pride. It, it is. is one of the deadly sins. It but it's a good kind of the deadly sin. No. Pride. There are way too... Pride like fire and lies are, are only bad and... Depending on how how it's used, so it's the person who's lighting other people's homes on fire and walking off, destroying <laughs> people's. And speaking, and speaking of cold, uh, in the my little bit of the carpet corner, I learned a couple of things about cold and like, like one of the reasons I I, I resisted moving up here is because like I just don't deal well with the cold or whatever. No one does. Well, it's true, but, like, I'm, like, miserable in the cold. But, like, I've realized that, like, cold... Is, I'm not saying that it's relative, but... Oh, it is. But, like, it's not... Cold isn't as cold as I thought it was. Like, it surprises me how warm it can be if snow can still you, come down. You better find some wood to knock on that. It's true. Yes, that is true. You know, 33. because, like, at work I have a... uh um, this like coverall thing that's called like the 30 below thing so like you can get in it when it's like below 30 degrees or whatever or like really cold and you're insulated and warming it's like it's like a very like being in a womb or something like it's very warm and just like there are times where I'll put it on just be like I'll just stand outside because it's just impervious to the cold mm -hmm. but, but whatever but like since I've been up here in, in Boston I haven't had to use it yet even though there's been wind and rain and all that, because, like, 
you layer up enough, you, like cold isn't all that cold. Mm-hmm. Like it, and it kind of amazes me. Like today is probably was probably the worst weather day I had because it started out snow, which wasn't all that bad, but then it became freezing rain. And then it warmed up enough that all that snow melted and it was just slush all over the place, like up into your ankles and slush. Mm-hmm. And I was just fucking miserable. But they have bad drainage? Yeah. Well, yeah. well, it's not bad drainage. It's just there's not much you can do when it, it, you get like an inch or t- like two, three inches of snow and then it all becomes water and slush. There's only so much like it's interesting too because they have like these giant machines that just go around like tractors with giant shovels like like the size not to, as big as uh, like a trailer but like pretty wide you mm-hmm. know and they go around and just plow that thing and, and move the slush and all the water around to to the drains and stuff like that it's interesting to use I mean not use but watch but. But it still sucks because you're still freaking out there in it, you know. And like, there's always it gets to a point where the the cold starts to seek in, and, gets into your bones. Yeah, but like, it's still not nearly as bad as I thought it would be. And I I should knock on wood. Yeah, that's me knocking on wood because I don't want to jinx myself. I do, I will I've been thinking about saying something about it for a bit, but like. I, because like I don't want to jinx it. Because like a you lot can't of... see you can't see it, but I'm shaking my head furiously. You just don't say that. Yeah. You don't say those words. Mother Nature will hear you. Because here's the thing: like I, I was really nervous the first couple of times driving in snow, but now I'm not saying I'm I'm not comfortable. I'm, I'm am I comfortable? You're gaining confidence. I'm gaining. Yeah, I'm gaining confidence. I'm not proficient in any way, shape, or form. Because, like, I didn't realize that you have to pump your brakes in snow until the first couple of times. Because I hit the brakes and they'd be like, D-d-d-d-d-d. I was like, what the fuck is going on right now? Yeah. And, like, and then I was like, I don't. And then you were like, yeah, you got to pump your brakes. And I, I realized that about halfway through. I was like, okay, let me just start pumping my brakes. Pump them early? Yeah. And fuck the people behind you. Yeah. Because then I'm hitting you in the back. It'll right. be their fault. Right. So, like, I'm getting more comfortable with it. But, like, today driving home was fucking horrible because again it's driving in snow is not bad driving in rain is not bad it's when it's in between Mm. because like it would hit the windshield and then there's just like ice moving back and forth and i was like oh that's the thing when all of a sudden it's like rain's hitting your windshield and you're clearing it then all of a sudden it just becomes slush and slush and slush you're like man yeah fucking snow line Right, and then I was like, I'm going to slow down a bit. But yeah, so like, you know, like a lot of guys, they're like, oh yeah, you came in here at the worst time. And I'm like, probably. But at the same time... I'll know. Right, I'm jumping right into the fire. Well, I mean the snow, but you know, fire, as, as the saying goes. And I guess I'm more okay with that. Because then I, there's no trepidation. It's kind of like pulling out the band-aid all at once. Listen, you're doing great... Yeah, but January and February are coming. I just want to let you know. That's what I'm worried about. Because here's the thing, though. Like a lot of the guys, are like, yeah, it's gonna be like this for three months. I was like, okay. Yeah. I would love for it to be like this for three months. Like, yeah, there've been some, there've been some windy, cold, fucking days. Yeah, but it's gonna get worse, is what you're saying. Oh yes, we okay. haven't had a twelve inch storm. When we get one of those storms, yeah. you're gonna be like, fuck. Not only that, 
when we get like the um not the bomb cyclones when we get like the arctic cyclones when they're, they're pulling like cold air from like central canada right through us those are gonna okay. days where you're gonna be like man but they're not like that doesn't happen for like three days that'll be like one day maybe two days where it'll be like 40 at mm-hmm. a high of 40 maybe it might even be like 40 at like 10 o'clock right yeah and then by 10 o'clock at night it's like 20 and then you wake up in the morning and it's like eight with the wind chill and then you live through that's that what I'm shitty not day too well i'm so, like but then you armor I, up look, that's the thing you yeah. armor up people don't go outside I wake up they and, work. and they're talking about it's negative degrees. I'm just calling in sick. I'm taking a sick day. I just don't think that's good because you can't do that all the time. Maybe. Like, and that's the thing. You just that's when you get a full face. That's when you get a scarf. That's when you like layer up. Up. You take one of our heavy winter coats, like mm-hmm. my orange. You take my orange coat and you wear that shit because that shit will trap heat literally inside. And the best thing about it is they won't have you out there sitting in the snow be, in, in, or in the wind because it probably won't be snowing. Probably too cold to snow. Yeah. Because huh. they'll just be like, all right, guys, remember, you can only be outside for like three minutes. We'll see. I mean, that's one thing that I do like about this station is that they take care of their people and, like, they're not having you out there punishing. Like, I, I picked up some overtime today and my next because like we have to de-ice all the planes Mm -hmm. and that takes forever sometimes so like we lost our last plane like they could have been like once you guys come back in go load this other plane Charlotte they do that shit here they're like nah we'll give that to somebody else which was cool so like I picked up overtime and didn't really have to work that much so that was cool yeah, it's like I said, they seem to take care of people here, which is cool. Uh, something else that's cool, uh, fresh real tree. Yeah, we've always had artificial Christmas trees, and then this weekend... We had a real tree in Virginia. We didn't have a real tree. Yes, we did. No, we didn't. Yes, we did. I don't remember this. I distinctly remember going and picking it out, because we had two trees that year. We had the real tree in the living room, and we had the fake tree, like, in, like, the dining room, or something like that. I distinctly remember it. I don't think that's true. I do. But I'll take your word for it. But either way, it was cool to pick out a tree. And we'll be decorating it. Uh, though Becky got a jump on it. She, I, I, when I, was, I woke up this morning and all, like, all the lights are on. I'm like, hmm. Yeah, she, well, she does a very good job of the lights. So it actually looks like it's you know, a racetrack of lights mm-hmm. as opposed to just like lights getting thrown in the middle. So you just got to let that happen. Oh, Ornaments, you can do your own stuff. But no, you can't have any reckless lights. I don't even know if I, if we have any uh, Christmas stuff. I mean, I want to say that we save that stuff, but like, I gotta go and look for it. I hope so. Yep, I have. Um, why? I don't like that you have the dog on uh, Christmas bear stocking. Um, I mean, if you want it, I also have my Red Sox stocking. So I mean, that one's up for grabs if you want some. Oh, fuck the Red Sox. Not the Red Sox, it's the oh, Bears one. I'll, yeah. the, you're not getting my Red Sox one. That's a championship stocking. Whatever. I don't want that. Uh, so, yeah, that's cool. Christmassy shit. Uh, what else is there? Oh, we went to Star Wars Trivia on uh, 
at the time of record yesterday, Monday, uh, with Arande, and that was a lot of fun. Yeah, we put out a great showing. I was really happy with what we did. Yeah, we had two really rough rounds, but we also had a perfect round. Yeah. A 120 perfect round, which was great. Just just missed getting on the podium by, mm-hmm. like, 30 points, which is basically the round that we flopped. Um, but we're excited to go back and do trivia. Yeah, I can't Although wait to go back. They're, they have some, um, they have some weird topics ones. that I'm just not really into. Yeah. Elf, uh, Prussia Runway, or no, RuPaul's Drag RuPaul's Race. RuPaul's Drag Race. What's the one in between? Oh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. Like, there are things that, like, well, I take that back. I was going to say, I don't know how you do trivia for that. I know how you do trivia for that. I just don't know if it would be all that interesting. Well, it's not to you, but there will be people. Yeah. Nightmare Before Christmas, I bet that shit will be packed. Elf will definitely be packed. You think so? Yeah, dude, come on. Well, God, look man, at the look at the argument. Elf. Yeah, young yeah. Pe- young people, man, they don't they weren't raised with the classics. So they don't know the classics, and they think Elf Elf is the biggest Christmas one of their lifetime. Elf is it's garbage. garbage. Yeah, it's it's just Will Ferrell being loud in Christmas. Will Ferrell, Will Ferrell Christmas. Christmas is what it could have been called. Yeah, um, but yeah, not good. I, you know what I why I really don't like that version of Will Ferrell. I don't like baby men. Yeah. It's like you should be mentally developed and you're an asshole because you're not. Right. And, and and you know what? What's worse is he's way too old to be that immature. You, you know, and it's like, it's not like, like I would. Are you talking about for the movie or for like. No, no, for the movie. Yeah. See? Yeah, for the scene. You know, because like I disagree because it works because of the fact that he's lived at the North Pole his entire life. No, 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 no. What I mean is he's a forty-year-old like baby. Oh, you, you mean know? for the a- oh, right, yeah, right, of course right. for those well, roles. Well, that's the, the reason why I don't like the baby adult. It's just like, or even the like super dick adult. It's it's like I feel bad for the people they interact with. Exactly, and they all and everybody that interacts with them has to be. Stupid or as stupid because well, have to be st- it doesn't or, work, or they or their life just has to get violated because they're too good of a person to not yeah. punch this person in the face. Exactly, and so they're just like, I guess I'm getting taken advantage of because like there's a moment in Elf where a woman is in um like the shower at the uh, department store singing or whatever, and he's just in there, you know, and I'm like. And she's she's just like, why are you in the shower with me, dude? That's weird. Like, no, you'd be calling no, the police. Exactly, you would not be like, that's weird. You'd be like, yo, this creeper needs to be arrested, right? Uh, yeah. That's why I never watched. Um, what was it Step Brothers or whatever? Um, yeah, I didn't watch that either. Yeah. I've seen parts of it, but I just like I don't. It was great in Talladega Nights, but I don't need to see Talladega Nights in other ver- in other. It's like Talladega Nights has brothers. It works in Talladega Nights because everybody is kind of that way. Like there's there aren't. It, it works when nobody is serious. Like the world can't be serious, and like it doesn't work for me when the world is serious. I guess I don't know That's, if that makes sense. This does make sense. It's probably why dodgeball works, right? And, and other guys. Mm. Okay, that's fair enough. But, um, yeah, so we got fifth place out of, like, nine teams, yeah, like something, like that. something like that. And we were literally 30 points away from being in third place, so. Yeah, it was fun. I can't wait to do that again. Yeah. Also, I just want to point out that the teams that beat us all have more people. Yeah, the team that went had six people, we had yeah. three people. Like, they literally yeah. had 
they had a full team, and I'm like, hmm. all the knowledge. Because there were times where, like, I, I, I see how you pull answers out from each other. Mm-hmm. Because, like, one of the questions was, uh, when the Death Star was destroying a, a place. But... A moon, a planet, or a, a, a moon size. Part of, part of a, a, or part a planet. Or part of a planet. Or something yeah. like that. What was the setting it was, it was on? And then you were like, wasn't it like secondary ignition? I was like, no, it wasn't that. It was like 10% or two reactors or something. And then I kept thinking, about it. I was like, that's not right either. And I was like, single reactor ignition. Yeah. And we got it right. And it was just like, that was a team effort. You know, uh, Rondé pulled out Cody, you know, and then the fulcrum. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I was, they asked, uh, what did Ahsoka Atano's, uh, what was her? Code name, and I was like, "Oh, it's the same one as uh, the guy that turned that became uh, he, he switched from the dark side to the rebels." And you're like, "Oh, Fulcrum was like, yeah, 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 yeah." yeah. So that's that was a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah, we had a blast. I can't wait to do that again for sure. Mm-hmm. We'll have to check out Bitbar and do some of their trivia that yeah. are closer to like stuff we have mm-hmm. to the topics we like. They had a Blade Runner um, one during um, during Halloween. I would like to go to that, but I wouldn't have been any good at it. Well, that's the best thing about it. It's like, you know, it's... It, with a topic like Star Wars, you want to show well. You're not necessarily thinking right. you want to beat everyone. Right. You're like, I just want to show, show well. well. But, like, Blade Runner, I'd be like, I'm just here for fun. Right. If I'm not last, that's a victory. Okay. What is one that if you don't place the top three, you're going to be... You'd be disappointed? Batman, X-Men... Three topics. Let's go three. Batman, X Men, mm-hmm. like Pink Floyd. Okay, like, okay. You could throw in the Chili Peppers too, but Pink Floyd in particular. Like if I got a Pink Floyd trivia and didn't get in third place, I'd be like, man, do I really love this band? I think for me, Star Trek would be up there. MCU. Oh, MCU would definitely be on mine. I would say no to Star Trek for me just because I didn't. Wa- I haven't watched the, the last yeah. two. I didn't watch Enterprise. I and watched, you haven't watched Discovery. I haven't watched Discovery. So I would be like... Outside of that, yeah. the, but there's definitely a hole in my game. In yeah. But, so Star Trek, MCU, and I think Batman would be on there too. I was going to say, I can't imagine not you not having Batman on your list. Yeah. I feel like you, me, Sean, Arande, and Clark would could do some work on Batman. You know what? Uh, wouldn't be on my top three, but maybe it might be in my top ten. Sherlock Holmes. Like I feel like I could probably do well with Sherlock Holmes. I don't think I could. I don't remember all the stories that I read. Mm-hmm. I remember the big ones. Um, not that anyone would do a Hyperion Cantos one but if they did i would do that with clark yeah. burgess and nathan we would put take some folks down old time radio one would be <laughs> the shadow <laughs> i wouldn't I, I think that'd be one where i wouldn't do as well as i think i would do there's so much old time radio. but uh i guess it's time to move on to what's going on what's going on say what's going on What's going on? 
you remember they covered that and there were all these weird people like Fred Durst was in it, fucking Ja Rule of all people? Yeah. What's going on? The world can see how to do a better way. Ja Rule. Speaking of Ja Rule, let's real quick. <laughs> Talking shit about that guy in, from the Fire Festival. I just... Anyone who's associated with that debacle should just like not speak for like a decade right they should not talk about it again i just want to even show my face like mm-hmm. ja rule going trying to go on tour and acting like people aren't gonna laugh at him like people i think now people are going to his shows to laugh at him and then also while we're on this subject drake no not drake uh nick cannon oh with the why diss track of eminem dude why are like... you trying to make a beef with eminem like i don't it reminds me back in the day when which is a wednesday by the way but it reminds me back in the day when, like, all these people, whack-ass motherfuckers, were coming after Eminem. But, like, I guess it was just when he was less mature. I don't know. what. Maybe maybe that's what it is. But, like, he would also go after them. Like, well, he the was, guy from Creed, he, Limp Bizkit, and I was like, he this always, is the lamest feud he, ever. He always... That's the thing I like about Eminem. Like, he doesn't really go after people. He's just like, if you say something about me, mm-hmm. I'm just going to destroy you because it literally will take me seven minutes to write up something, put talk to Dre. I probably have a bunch of beats that I have. But, like, that's one but of my favorite so songs. Like, you're wasting your talent, bro. No, he's not wasting. That's the thing. That's nothing. Yeah. It would be like if you were Michael Jordan and some dude saw you. Mm-hmm. Walking down the street, and they're like, Jordan, I could ball you up, bitch. And you'd be like, Excuse me, one second. Uh, we're gonna, okay, we're gonna play 21. And then you just destroy him in four minutes. What's that to you? Four minutes. And then you're not doing it because you're like, Oh, I extended, I expended a little bit of my talent. You're just like, No, I could do that injured. I would ball up this I fool. I guess. I mean, I'm a petty, I can be a petty individual, but like, I don't know. I just think that's. And you know the best thing time. about it is the diss track is like you can have, you'll always have a diss track. That shit won't go away. That's the best part about it. I would it. like to see an Eminem diss track album. Like you have, like like a compilation album. Or you something. have girls where he's talking shit about, um, uh, Fred Durst. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have when he's talking shit about Everlast, talking about bitch, you gonna have another heart attack. <laughs> he fucking slays people and the best thing about it is like he'll he doesn't have to do a diss track he'll just diss you in one of his songs like I love when he's talking about I'd rather be what did he say I'd rather be he was making fun of Vanilla Ice and he was talking about how he's like I'd, ra- I'd rather be R. Kelly no no I'd rather be Vanilla Ice's son and walk around the le- rest of my life spit on and kicked and hit every time I sung like R. Kelly as soon as Bump and Grind comes on. He's just like the thing that's the thing that old Eminem is like, it's hard to go back and listen to yeah. it now. There's some stuff where you're just like, this is so homophobic. This is so misogynist and violently misogynist. But there are lines where he just drives around like I don't know, yeah. a samurai just cutting people but, I mean, down. Different times and all that. Oh, it's a hundred percent. A hundred percent. Like it's hard to go back and enjoy, like like Eddie Murphy, like raw, uh, raw Oof. and hilarious are fucking hilarious. But it, you know, you look at the corners when you watch that. That's a movie that you watch <laughs> in your man cave by yourself. Yeah. 
yeah. with like I would watch that with you. I would never be like have a bunch of friends over like yeah let's put Delirious or Raw in the background. I'd be like no 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 yeah. no, no, no 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 we don't need to do that. And, and you know what also I think I think that's one of those things where also too is like how many people could you invite over to watch that before it's a problem? You know like I think you watch it with four people. It's okay. I think you can watch up to five people. Real okay. Two couples and a and a person in the middle. I or yeah. any variation of that. Yeah. Six people is becomes a viewing, <laughs> right? And that's when you're because you're that's what it's you're, you're talking about like second maybe third row of chairs at right. this point, right. you know? <laughs> because like I think that's also the problem with those those guys that like get caught with the in those text chains talking shit about all those women like. Like, for instance, between, like, three or four guys being, like, so-and-so is really hot. I give her an eight. I give her a nine. I honestly don't think that's a problem. I don't think it's a problem either. But when you're emailing it to, like, eight other people in the company, that's a fucking problem. Not, not only that, <laughs> I think there's a length of how many girls you can you can, yeah. you can grade before right. it becomes problematic. That too, that too. Because you could be like, you could be like, when, when you got them in notebooks or, or on, on well, just, files or something. If you have like a six month uh, yeah. text chain of you rating different women, like if we were at, say we're at a wedding with a, a few of our guy friends, mm-hmm. right? And you're like, yo, did you see Sophia? She's really lost some weight. She's looking good. I know, man. She's like straight up. She's looking like a nine out there, straight up. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Now, then when you start going through, once you get like, again, it's, it's, it's that number. Once you get past four. Yeah. Because if they're like four of you, you're like, everyone offers up one. And then we walk away. Yeah. Because like we've done like Mary Foot Kills, right? Like in text or whatever, you know? But like, you might do that for, you know, like five or so. Maybe, not even, maybe uh, yeah. yeah. Five then, at the t- like, yeah. if you're on a road trip or you're like, you're right. like, I'm on a road trip. We're driving long distance. Like, yeah, we did that when we drove up for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, and the crazy thing about it is because if you do it over a long term, one, it's just between two people. And if you do it over a long term, you start getting into crazy combinations. Yes. Yeah. You're like, like, well, we, there's one that was like Nancy Pelosi, Hillary Clinton and uh, what's her name? Uh, Feinstein. Feinstein. And you're just like, where do I go? Where do I go? Like, this is a game. Yeah, this is a game. game. <laughs> this is a game. You know? Yeah. And if you're like open enough to it, you'll you'll be like, hey, huh. how about Vin Diesel, The Rock? Um, who's another Jack dude? Terry Crews. You, you know what? That's the thing, too. Like, I think when you... Just doing it, not necessarily problematic. But then when you, like, put it out in the world, that's when it becomes Yeah, because you're like, who needed to hear this? Yeah, because, like, there are times when... I, I love Robin Brent. There are times on Cinema Chat where somebody will say something and I'll be like... We should cut that. We should cut that. Yeah. We and we never do, which is a problem because there are times where I'm like, Ugh, guys, that's not not always it not a good look, but it should not. It we shouldn't be putting it out there. Yeah, that says something that we didn't think was bad enough to exactly even. because like there t- like I think there are legit like if I you know one of those like if you were trying to run for something, 
th- oh, there are yeah. things on cinema chat that I would be like I I was there and didn't say anything. Yeah, you well, know, you know. Yeah, because what can you say? I didn't. I, I was in charge of editing. Like, right. that's, that's not gonna fly. That's not gonna fly. <laughs> that's not gonna fly. We know that for a fact. That yeah. that's not gonna fly. But like, I think for the most part, brother, brother, I stand by just about everything I said here. Yeah, I don't say too much outlandish shit. Yeah, without saying like this is outlandish. That being said, I have not listened to all 104 episodes. Yeah, I'm sure there's so at there least might be something. Um, I'm sure there are a couple of nuclear takes out because there. like. In, I know there's some good hum- takes out there. In my humble opinion, part of the intro was, there's a world where I can vote for Trump, you know? And yeah. Like, that's... Problematic. Yeah. Um, well, I mean... Well, yeah. In jest. At, at the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway. Uh, yeah, let's get into what's going on. Uh, Trump stuff real quick. Oh, you know what? Yeah, we'll get into that later. Trump stuff. Let's get into it. Uh, impeachment vote is expected time. Wednesday. <laughs> um, what are your predictions? They're going to impeach him. I mean, what do you mean? Well, do you think there'll be a bunch of defectors? If so, how many? No, there's only going to be two. Well, one, because that one dickhead, dickhole, went and switched sides. Yeah, but that's not going to help him. He's trying to save himself in a re-election. He's basically like the uh, governor of uh, Kentucky who... Got voted out in a red state, not because mm-hmm. you know he was doing everything. You to know try what? And... If I was a um, voter in that district, and let let's say I'm a voter in, in my district, the Republican guy is underwater, right? And then you know I typically vote Democrat, and then he was like, you know what? I'm going to vote Democrat because yada yada yada. I want to vote for that guy. Of course not, because. Genghis Khan his ass. All, all he cares about is staying in power. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't... He, he doesn't have morals. He has, you know, power problems. He wants to keep his job. And, and that's, you know, so it's a hell Mary. And I'd be like, fuck that. And not only that, but I would be like, we need to make sure that somebody primaries this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Get him you out. Know, he needs to be out of there. We're going to put in a real Republican. Because what happens when the tides change and all of a sudden being a Republican is a problem? Yep. Fuck that dude. That guy would join the Wicca party if it existed yeah. and they were popular. He's just trying to keep power. Uh, no shade to Wiccans. Yeah. Um. So he'll. We're assuming he will be impeached. Uh, do you think he's going to testify? I don't think he no, will. No, he's not going to testify. Um. Do you think they're going to let anyone else testify? Because that's the, that's the big battle right now. Whether or not they're going to allow the witnesses, new witnesses or not. Are... No, because there's nobody that can say anything that's going to be good. It's going to be a sham thing anyway. They're just going to come up there and be like, he did it, but it's not enough to remove him. And that's, that's really all they can say. I'll say this. I am prepared to not be shocked, but be angry about everyone else who's shocked when Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell win re-election next year. I think Mitch McConnell will definitely win re-election. Lindsey Graham, on the other hand, I I would have said, yeah, he would win too, but I think Lindsey Graham's in a more precarious position than he Oh, he definitely, yeah, I definitely and think so. I don't so. think it's a done deal because the guy that's running against him... I know, he's within two points or maybe be up two points. He, right, he might be beating Lindsey Graham. And wow. that is an amazing thing to even contemplate. I'm from Missouri... 
Show yeah. Show me. When it, it, it could happens. be a Ted Cruz Beta O'Rourke thing, but like I saw that stuff and I was like, man, I should have moved to South Carolina Fuck before that. I moved up here. <laughs> oh well, yeah, that uh, <laughs> the vote fly back down the vote. <laughs> um, yeah. So, do we think this trial is going to hurt the senators who are running for office? For- it's definitely going to hurt them. Because they're going to be off the campaign trail. See, I don't think it's, it's the gonna, best thing for Biden. I why well, yeah, it does going to help Biden. But the thing is, Bernie already has movement, so I don't think it's going to hurt him. Klobuchar is not going anywhere, anyways. So I mean, it's not really going to hurt her. Elizabeth Warren, I think, is going to hurt. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I'm just, I'm just ready for a real vote so that we Me can too. stop talking about polls. Because you know what, I, I still think that. Um, those first three votes are going to be the most important. I just want Buttigieg to lose. I think he's more dangerous than Biden. Oh, definitely. He's like yeah, he's he's corporate shill. He a is billionaire robot machine. Yeah. He's like I will say anything to get into power. Mm-hmm. Uh, Britain voted with Conservative Party. I don't really don't care. About yeah, that. fuck them. They're fucking themselves over Britain. Listen. Four years from now, when you're living through the hellscape that we are with incompetent-ass people making bad decisions that end up hurting the majority of the people, and the populace is like, what the fuck, this is what I signed up. Actually, yes, this is what the fuck you signed up with. Uh, that's Brexit, that's um, attacks to the national health system, that's your anti-foreigner views having that shit come back up. I can't believe they're to give away their socialized... But they're not, Reg, that's the thing. Healthcare. That's the thing, they're not. They... They don't think they are. They are voting on Brexit. They are voting on we don't really trust the Labor Party. They have their issues. We are voting on misinformation. They don't realize all the other stuff that those motherfuckers are going to do. It's like the same thing with the... But that's what they ran on. They ran on getting rid of... They didn't ran on getting rid of that. That's the point. They ran on reforming it, Reg. Through privatization. (laughs) But they didn't say privatization. That's the point. Okay. Like these people, How, when people okay. get fixated, they got they basically took Brexit as a bright light. You know what yeah. it is? They took Brexit. Brexit is a laser light, mm-hmm. laser pin, and the people are cats, okay. and they're just like, look up here, 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 and look at this, and look at this. It's like the farmers who voted with Trump who didn't. Not that they were Republicans, and not that they trusted Trump, but they're just like, I don't like Hillary or whatever, you know, for whatever yeah. reason. But they didn't know that Trump. Was going to tear up the shit out of China, causing a, a no, whatchamacallit. No, those motherfuckers knew he was going to hurt people. They just didn't realize it was going to be them. I don't think that's true of all people. I think, I think it's true of a vast majority of those people. I'm Trump supporters, maybe. Trump voters, people who voted for him last year, I don't think so. I don't necessarily think so. Um, that's something I have changed my opinion on. Um I think there is, and this is based on not just like from like Dave Zeitgeist or from mm-hmm. polls, but from like NPR studies and stuff I listened to. There were, was a huge a bunch of people who knew that they didn't like Hillary Clinton mm-hmm. um, and didn't know what they were getting with Donald Trump and just voted for the, the, they're like the devil they didn't know. That is a measurable amount of people. It's a lot more than, than people let on. And that's the but reason the why... the problem is they're still voting with him, so... But they're not. That's the reason why in 2018 they got kicked in the ass, because there are a shitload of people who voted for Republicans 
because they wanted to vote for the devil they didn't know who said, well, we now know it. We know that I'm, I might not be able to vote Democrat, but I can't vote for these people, so I'll stay home. And the question is, are those people going to do that again in 2020? Or are they going to come out and vote against whatever the opposition of Trump is? Well, I'm telling you right now, Trump's going to win 2020. Um, I think it'll, I, I think it depends. To be honest, I think if Biden or Bernie wins, they both beat Trump. I don't, I think if Biden, if it's Biden versus Trump, Trump wins. I don't, just because Biden gets white collar voters. He gets those people in the middle, straight up. Like, that's one thing he's done his entire career. People in that demographic vote him, like him. He'll win in the Midwest. He'll get Pennsylvania and Ohio. I There's 100% a believe that. He has run three times. I'm not saying he's not a colossal fuck up. What I'm saying is, if it comes to the two of them, the question is, do you want four more years of the deranged racist that everyone laughs at, mm-hmm. or do you want Uncle Joe? And I think more people are going to pick Uncle Joe. I guess, maybe. We'll see. Um, But you know what? I don't care anymore. Uh, Recently, I've just decided I'm, I'm kind of over politics because it just feels like the world is burning and everybody is okay with it burning and the people who should be taking and, and you know what it really came down to was this you have people like Ted Cruz out here saying oh yeah I believe that Ukraine um, meddled in our in our thing and people who should be calling him out on that bullshit are not they're acting like these people with these things saying these things that they do not believe have a point, you know, and it's, it would be like if we were having a converse, a conversation about trying to fix, well, it is like having a conversation about trying to fix the planet and all these people, you know, their climate scientists are like, we need to fix this now, and they always bring the one guy out of a thousand that's like, you know what, I don't believe in climate change, but no, but even more, a better example is having a conversation about the earth and then bringing on a flat earther and acting like that's a valid opinion and it it pisses me off because the people saying the earth is flat don't believe it the guys on the other side who are saying the earth is round know that it knows that the flat earther doesn't believe it and then the guys asking the questions to both of them knows everybody knows that they're all bullshitting and they're playing this little theater game, acting like these things don't affect real people's lives. And these things are not somehow important. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. One of the few things that Trump got right is that the news media are the enemy of the people. They are. They and, really are. And, and, and just look at the way like everybody came out against Ellen because she's piling around with George W. Bush. And then... like. Then you have Michelle Obama in, in her little softball conversation with fucking uh, the, the Bush. And, like, it's like these people, it, it pisses me off to see all the solidarity among the one percenters and how they keep playing poor people against each other because poor white people want to believe that poor other poor people of color are the ones fucking them over. When it's just not the way it is. You know, immigrants are both stealing your jobs, but also, also lazy. lazy. Yep. How does that work? 
you know, all these people that were like, oh, I thought you were going to just get rid of the bad ones, you know, and then they're shocked when their taco sh trucks get shut down and, and they have to, all they get is Taco Bell and fuck, you know, and it's just, it, it pisses me off that like, these people keep getting screwed over by the same people and they think that they're friends all because they have this belief that one day that's going to be them. And it's and like, I'm just done with politics because the people who are screwing us over are the ones who are deciding what's news. Just look at the Bernie blindness. Bernie does not get any news because they learn what they learn from Trump is, yeah, they can fuck, they can accidentally get the clown, you know, get the person that they don't want. And the ratings just aren't good enough for the, the consequences I mean, Trump still is a shit show, and he still gets great ratings, but there no way are they going to pump up Bernie in an off chance that his message is out there to too many people and he becomes a president. That's something. They can deal with a Trump presidency, but mm. Bernie Sanders coming after their wealth, and it's like, the. I mean, just look at the, all the people on the news, you know? What separates... Um, like a, uh, uh, what's, uh, Lester Holt or a, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Don Lemon. Not Don Lemon. Uh, Rachel Maddow from a, a, a Tucker Carlson or a, uh, Gretchen Wilson. Just ideology. It's not, no, not ideology doesn't separate them. What separates them is, it, well, yeah, ideology. Just that they're on a separate networks it's networks what it is well, but at the end of the day it's all about money yeah but i mean one of them's like virulent racist and the other ones aren't tucker carlson is a racist for money i think you believe some of that stuff i don't think he does you you can't there, you, he's been preaching that even when he was on cnn and msnbc like he's been because it's a brand that works it, it's i just it gets them money and ratings and stuff like that i don't think it's he's like uh what's her name tammy lauren tommy lauren believes that shit i don't think so i think she's because uh, from everything i've heard from different people in the industry mm -hmm. she's like doesn't believe that shit you know she hangs out with like dls and marrow and all those people not hangs out but like you know operates in that world because like they're just the same thing with like Damon Silk they don't believe that shit right exactly hmm. so Reg while we're here uh, what level of Kool-Aid are you right now have you gone to deep red that's that's a, that's that that's that anarchist level Reg yeah yeah because I mean... Actually, I guess purple would be the craziest. Right. Well, whatever. Here's the thing. I said this... Man, I said that... I feel like I'm repeating myself from In My Humble Opinion days. Because in, in My Humble Opinion days, I was like, there might be a chance where... And I, I was joking about that. Voting for Trump. But, like, I honestly... I can never vote for Trump. I can't vote for Trump. You just can't. About. You can't. Because there's nothing that... the. The only way the DN the only way that I could vote for Trump is if the DNC ran a literal neo Nazi who was like cutting mm -hmm. the heads off of black people. But they ran like David Duke. That's the only way I'm voting for uh, at that point I'm not voting for Trump, I'm just not voting. Like and that's the thing, like I wanna say I will vote for any Democrat, but like I there's a 
there is a possibility a world does exist where I don't vote for either person for president. Yeah, that world happened last time. But the difference is those worlds are very small in the multiverse because Ruth Bader Ginsburg she might be the you only reason I vote for a Democrat. That's always that string. I know. Why but like I just you? don't Here's the thing. If, I get it. If the Supreme Court wasn't up for grabs and like this this election is going to be important for the next 30 years. I don't want to let no, you have a kid coming into the world. I cannot I'll go there are other countries in this world. Hell the places in this world. Okay. I don't see the point of putting in someone who will just status quo us and keep the struggle going for another two generations, three generations. If it I all has to if burn... If it wasn't for the Supreme Court, for the Supreme, Supreme Court. Supreme Court's already partisan as fuck. If it, if, if it didn't have to... Listen. The next president is going to get at least two, probably three. Let it burn. They're probably going to get three Let picks. Let it burn. If that is the only way for people to get it into their head, for people to start fighting again, and people to start coming together again, mm-hmm. or for once getting poor people on the same damn page, like burn. I said, I don't care anymore. Wake me up when the revolution starts, Wake and I'll be out there with up. my pitchfork and my torch. Um, get into some entertainment news to end the episode. Uh, we wanted to give a shout out to Clint Eastwood for dropping. Fuck you, Clint Eastwood. One of the biggest bombs. I'm so happy yeah. to hear about that bomb. I was so happy because, like, there's so much... I'm sick and tired of... And this is one of those things that might give me trouble later. Like, I kind of... I'm sick and tired of boring-ass white guy movies. You know? These movies about these people that didn't do anything all that remarkable. They got 15 minutes and somehow stretched it into a 90-minute movie. Yeah. Two-hour movie. Three-hour movie. You know, you like... I want this. Like... Captain Phillips, or um, I liked Captain Phillips. Well, but still, I mean, it was a twenty-minute. It was a story in the news cycle for all of a month, and it gets stretched to a movie because Tom Hanks wants to play every white dude that ever walked the earth. He's killing it right now. You know, Captain uh, Phillips, uh, Sully, Sully. How does that guy who crashed a plane in the Hudson get a, a a fucking movie? Are you fucking kidding me? And, and what pisses me off, and here's the reason it pisses me off. It's not necessarily because those, those stories are boring, because they are. But also because there are so many interesting stories about minorities that we will never fucking oh, hear. Here we go. Here we people. go. Yeah. Reg, you got fucking Harriet. What else do you want? <laughs> because, like, for instance, the Tulsa, Oklahoma rise, people lost their fucking shit finding out that... That wasn't just a story from Watchmen. That should be a fucking movie. Um, they had Rosewood. Okay. <laughs> Bass Reeves should have movies. Plural. He should have a Daniel Day-Lewis movie. You know? Uh, the fact that Philadelphia dropped a fucking bomb on a, on a black neighborhood in the fucking 80s should be a movie. You know? But that's going to make white people feel bad. These things should be movies. The, the, the guy, there was a black man who invented the artificial heart. Should be a movie. Again, 
You got what was, what's the movie? Twelve Years a Slave. They even gave you an Oscar for that one. What do you want? So that's, what do you people want? That's what pisses me off. That there are so many, and, and, and that's just black people. You know, every ethnicity Think has about these all movies. of the Native Indigenous stories. Oh my that, goodness, that are the Native there. Indigenous stories. Dudes who stop wars between tribal nations and shit. Uh, um, uh, what's his name? That that went in, around and created a phonetic alphabet for his people. That's amazing. Yeah, that's the story people need. The Trail of Tears should be a fucking story. Yep. Make people see what happened. Stop telling Western stories from the uh, viewpoint of the white people. Start right. telling it from the Richard viewpoint. Richard Jewell? That's the thing about this, and this is my thing about I'm glad this movie bombed. It's just because, like, who the fuck cared about... People don't care about Richard Jewell when Richard Jewell right. was a name. I'm supposed to care about it now? Yeah. It's not even, like, the anniversary of the bombing or anything. You're just releasing this bullshit? Yeah. I'm so glad that shit fell. Uh, fell. I, it bombed so bad. Five million from 2,500... Five million over three days? From 2,500 theaters. That's embarrassing. That is embarrassing. And you know what? Also, fuck a little bit while for taking that role because there's a role of the uh, female reporter who's now dead, and they made it seem like she was sleeping around to get all these uh, sources, sources, and, and things yeah. like that. And it was nothing further from from the truth. And 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 then she came out and defended it, like, oh yeah, it was uh, like artistic or whatever. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah, that's just that's bad. disgusting. That is bad. Um, I'm hoping Bombshell fucking bombs too. Yeah. Just like stop making trying to make heroes, heroes out of bad people. Bad people. Yeah. I'm not saying originals a bad person. That's not what I mean. But just like, stop it. Yeah. Stop it. Get some help. Um, Mandalorian's newest episode comes out on Wednesday. But what did you think of last week's episode? That's a good episode. Yeah. Um. I like that it showed why the why Mando is such a threatening character. What I really also like about this is like every episode kind of feels like a different genre. You know, like this one was kind of like a horror movie, mm-hmm. but from the tale of the, the slasher. Yeah, well, not just like that. Like it, it was. Um... I'm gonna call it a heist, but like a, if there was like such a character category as like heist horror yeah that's what it was like it was a heist and a thriller and it was like it had so much into it you, you know what it reminded me of uh that, that movie with um i think it lights out or no not lights out don't say a word no uh the movie where they went and broke into that guy's home the blind man's home yeah don't this, say a word oh don't say a word yeah no. uh, don't breathe something don't like breathe that. yeah but like it was like that, but done right. Because the problem with that movie is that old man was fucking weird. You know, like, he was evil, you know? Yeah, I did like the twist of that yeah. in that movie, though. Because I like a movie where you're like, oh, man, this is crazy. And then you're like, oh, this is something completely fucking different. Well, I guess, but it was... Hunter becomes a hunted, but then you hate the hunter, too. So, like, I hated everybody in the movie. There's nobody to root for. Mm, yeah, I, but I kind of like movies like that sometimes. Mm-hmm. You're like, I don't. I damnation to all of them. Nah. That's why I stopped watching Game of Thrones for the longest time because I just didn't have anyone to root what? for. What? There was always someone to root for. There was root for Bran. 
survive. Figure out what the fuck is going on. Tell us the story. Um, Brand the Wise. But speaking of, kind of in the same vein, Norseman, which you finally watched. Yep. Two seasons, six episodes each. I suggest it. It is hilarious. It's good. Only I had problems with the lot, and I didn't. I found this out after watching it again with you. But like a lot of people also had problems with the second season and kind of the outcome. And like for me, I loved it because it was comedy Vikings. You know, and mm-hmm. I just loved that it was whimsical, and and then it just got real. And I was like, I didn't. It, I didn't want it to be real. That's I um again for me that's the mark that's its greatest mark of a show is the fact that like it doesn't even fool you into becoming invested in these people. It like you just do because of how well the show is put together. Right. But it reminded me of stuff like Cheers and like it reminded me of shows where it, stuff like that used to happen where like a character would die on a show. Think about Star uh Star Trek where Tasha Yard dies. Like, yeah, but it's not just the same like you didn't. Because yeah, but did you see it coming? No, that's why it was so devastating. Coming because, but the things behind the scenes is what you understand why that happened. And and I don't know. That's not really the same. It would be like if in Friends, Joey got cancer and died in the third, fourth season. You'd no, be like, what the fuck was that? What the fuck just happened here? I think it would be more like if. It'd be like if Phoebe got hit by a car. Either way. But that's all right. Shows have consequences. That's not what this is. Shows have consequences. That's what this is all of a sudden. People I sign on for this. See, you know, the, again, the problem was you act like people weren't dying. The problem is that the people who were dying were people you didn't They weren't you anybody didn't, you didn't mind. that was dying. You didn't mind if they died. And because now it, they do. It wasn't. It was people that were in. You know what? You know what? Deaths hurt me more than. Than uh, that person dying. Who? Well, when the two slaves were buried to death, that that hurt me more than anything else. That was funny. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was funny, but it was like it but was we tragic. Didn't, we didn't know them. Yes, we did. Do you have the whole development of them through the last part of the but, second but season also, into the second? But also, that's my point too. It got real. With yes, that. but I, and did, I didn't like that. I liked that. I, I didn't liked, like their deaths either. I liked it because it. It made me again. I love any piece of film or art that makes you that evokes emotion, not emotion that's just like what you're the the laugh track emotion where you're like, oh, that was funny because that's what I'm supposed to feel. Everything worked out because that's what I'm supposed to feel. I like a movie that makes or a piece of art that makes me feel legitimately feel something, even if something I don't want to feel. And because okay, you know what it is, they. They deal with things that the Vikings did that's fucked up, but they make it funny. And and it disarms the brutality of it. But then by making things real, you have to also deal with the brutality of what they're doing. And that kind of stuff I don't think is as funny. Like, a, another example, Alo Alo is a show, back in the day, it's an old PBS, no, BBC show, um... About this occupied French village, and they have Nazis there, and they're made to be fun. You know, you make fun of them because they're the Nazis are stupid. Uh, I mean, there's some one problematic thing in 2020 eyes because one guy is a like a crossdresser or whatever, uh, one of the Nazi guys. So they're making fun of trans people. Well, either way, yeah. 
But like that show is funny because it's mockery of the Nazis and it's you know you have these people that come in from the resistance long no, only say this once <laughs> you know it's just hilarious but then imagine if all of a sudden the Nazi guy threw one of the people in a gas chamber you would be like that's not what this is well I don't I, I think and it's... then I have to deal with the fact that yeah these guys are Nazis and well yeah but they are right but that's well, you should be dealing with that even if it is funny because you're basically saying I'm mad because you're making me accept reality no, what I'm saying is... I didn't come here for that. Yeah, I guess that's what I'm saying. I didn't come here for that. Well, then, that's on you. Because mm-hmm. that's the thing, like, again, mm-hmm. it's the reason why 20 Days Later is my favorite scary movie. Because it makes me, as much as I enjoy the adventure they're going on, and every time they, you know, get to breath and get away, I still have to deal with the fact that they are living in that world, and things... Things okay. that are going you know just as is? well. It's, and all it's sudden... not real, and then they made it real, and I was there because it wasn't real. That's really what it comes down to, I guess. Again, I think that's a new issue that you should get look like, at. It's not just me, though. I mean, a lot of... Well, I mean, there are a lot of people got the same issue. Right. I'm just saying, like, I think that's something that people need to look at and be like, I can laugh at this while still acknowledging the horror of it as well. I mean, and I guess that's also one of the reasons I stopped watching Game of Thrones because it just was, I don't know, it was nowhere to root for and it was just too much. Shit got too real and you had to retreat. Well, I go to entertainment stuff to not necessarily escape, but like... But but no, this is this is my, this is the problem I always have with people who are just like oh Game of Thrones is too barbaric and too violent yeah. and just like that is that world like but I don't find what, barbarism entertaining. But then my point is like why did you ever watch it? It's my point because like it's it, it would be like if someone goes swimming in shit for six seasons and then all of a sudden they go you know what I but don't like I the smell. But I I got out of it earlier than that though. Um, did you? I don't think you did. Yeah, I did. Uh, uh, Ramsey's wedding night. That's like season six. No, it isn't. I like season three or four. Season five, season episode five. six. So basically, seventy percent of the way through the through the through the world. There are only four more episodes in that episode in that season. 14, 4, 6. Yeah, so like 70% of the way through. And that's the thing, that's the reason why when that happened, I was just like, when everyone's just like, yeah, I just can't, I can't do it anymore. I'm like, why? Because it happened to one of your favorite characters? It wasn't like, about it, it happened to your favorite characters, like, how it was framed and all that. And I was just like, I'm tired of, I'm tired of violence against women and violence against, like again, that kind of violence. Again, this is that world. Okay, and and that's why I tapped out. I was like, I'm not about this world anymore. I'm not about this world. Ah, <sighs> okay. I just I'll, I'll never. I get why people stop, but I just feel like people are being way too sanctimonious about it. I'm just like, yeah. calm down. Just say you don't like it anymore. Sit on the side. Yeah. And, and but the people can do that. They had to write essays about it, and they had to judge other people, and they had to. No, it, it's like it's. 
Well, I didn't go there, but I because, didn't mind, I because didn't mind they the were, essays either because... Because people are trying to justify, trying to be like, I need to somehow excuse what I've already watched. That's oh, that's what... Because no, that, no. that was the thing I felt like drove most people. They are just like, okay. Because then you would ask them, well, why is it... Why is it? Because that's my thing. I always like. Why is it a problem? Like literally, someone got raped two episodes ago, but that wasn't a problem then. It wasn't a problem then. It wasn't a problem then. Now that it's Santa, and that's a problem. And I'm not saying that was that's for you. Mm-hmm. That's the way I felt for for the majority of the people. They're like, it happened to someone that I cared about. Okay. Well, for me, it was just a camel. Like, get, get out. Back. Of here. You know, it's just once. You know, it's just once one too many. Hmm. I get you. Um. Just wanted to highlight Knives Out. I don't know oh, you if... know what it is? Well, we we can move on, but I think what it was is I, I was like, okay, this is just going to be, this is just what it is. You know, they're just going to keep doing this. And that's, I was like, uh, what the good of it and what didn't outweigh for me the bad of it. Not for me. Not... I mean, just look at, like, at that point, because, like you say, Season five, yeah, but you look at up to that point, there's still a lot of of hope in the world, for, at least for me. Like, I mean, until then, uh, until that point, I think, because I mean, that was after. Um, what are you talking about? People were no, getting no, slaughtered. That's my point. And, Hold on, let me finish. Season one, it was like, oh, this is what this is. It's all about, you know. Starks versus the Lannisters or whatever. Yeah. So I had hope for um the Starks are gonna come out on top because of, of, of what's his name? And then the Red Wedding half is like, oh shit. And then I'm like, okay, the Starks still are in it. Starks and then it was just like, okay, no, it's it's not enough. There's just nobody else everybody I kept rooting for kept getting cut down. I was just like, I can't do this anymore. But yeah, but that's the lesson of the Game of Thrones. It's like don't get invested because anyone if you if you don't win if you play the Game of Thrones and you don't win, you fucking die. You don't get to walk away from it. You fucking die. Right. I know. And, and there was just nobody for me to, to root for. Like at in season five, I there was nobody. Literally nobody. I didn't care about Arya's story. Uh, Tyrion was, you know, doing fuck all. Daenerys was. I don't like Daenerys. I don't. I was never really a fan of Daenerys. Mm, I having read the books, I appreciated most of the things. For me, the issue, like the rape with Ramsay, the wedding night. However you want to call that. Um, consummation of the marriage, whatever that happens in the book. Mm-hmm. My thing is, I'm of two minds. I understand people who say, "Well, if you show these other ones, why won't you show this one?" Uh, the thing for me is just like, what value was there in the way they depicted? They did it. With right. the, they did it with the credits, so you don't see anything, but you know what's happening. Yeah. Um. And then they didn't even make it about Sansa, which I, in some Sansa? ways, it was, it wasn't about her trauma. It was about, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ramsey? No, not Ramsey. Uh, Reek? Reek's trauma. I disagree with that. It wasn't about either one of them. It was about Ramsey. It was about showing... 
literally the type of monster he is and how dangerous how dangerous he was to both his wife and to his pet. Okay. It became I know what it is. It became torture form for me. I disagree with that too. I just feel like that's a lazy mm. analysis when you look at the complete even that No, season. I'm saying for me, it was from it, it became very yeah. Just a lot of bad things happening with people. I just thought it was a work. Alright, uh, The Expanse came out last Friday. We, mm-hmm. I haven't watched any episodes, but by next week I'll at least have probably half the season done. I'm going to say at least four or five episodes. Yeah. Um, and Rick Knives and Morty, out. still did good. No, uh, we did I feel like I talked about it last time. Okay. Um, okay. But if I didn't, Knives Out, one of the best movies. I, I was suspect of it based on the previews, mm-hmm. but uh, it ended up being a fantastic, amazing movie. Which makes you wonder, what the fuck happened with the last Jedi? Yeah, how do you make that movie? You make the last Jedi. Because Ryan so Johnson shitty. was like, "Why is that movie so shitty?" But like, he's obviously a competent director. So what the fuck happened? What do you think about all those all the actors coming out talking shit about the last Jedi? Well, I don't have a problem with it. Like, it's a shitty movie. Like, yeah. it's not, you're not shocking anyone. Yeah. No one's like, oh my god, what? Yeah, that movie sucked. We all yeah. know it sucked. No one... Like, this love affair... We're gonna get into that in a little bit later, at the end. Uh, the love affair people have over that movie is fucking stupid. Um, and last but not least, Patriots got caught cheating again. Filming mm-hmm. uh, the sideline of the Cincinnati Bengals. And evidently they claim it was for a uh, TV special about the Patriots season. Not them trying to get the signals or whatever, which doesn't make sense because the Bengals are like, I think they have one victory. They're garbage. So here's the question I've been wondering. Because this is not the first time they get This is actually not, fourth. It's though. not even the second or the third. You had Deflate Gate, which I remember. Then they were spying on somebody else a few years ago. Yeah, Super Bowls. Yeah. Destroyed the tapes before anyone in the public could see them. So my question is this. Yes. Is this a thing where they're cheating all the time and they're just now get, they just slip up every now and get caught, or is this a thing where they just occasionally are cheating? Uh, they're probably they're probably cheating all the time. Yeah, I've got to think that, right? I'm sure that cheating. I'm sure most teams are cutting corners. I think the Patriots are just going pushing because they're a team that knows to push the edge of the rules. That's their thing, and. I think they, because they do that, they're prone to get caught more. So my question also is, what's the point of making a big deal about this? Because it doesn't seem, I mean, what's going to happen to them? Well, last time they lost a, a first-round draft pick, which is huge in, in football. That's. I mean, that's huge, but they yeah, still... hurt your fucking team's future, man. Your first-round draft picks are your best players. Okay, but... Uh, well, I Those are the dudes who will is... stay on your team for 10 okay. years. Okay. If you say it's bad, then it's bad. It's bad. If my Packers did something and lose a first-round draft mm-hmm. pick, someone better lose their fucking job over this. But that's the thing. Nobody seems to be losing their job over this, right? people... Someone... We don't know what the punishment's going to be. Like, but it should be severe, because all the other teams are tired of it, because it's always then. But, but I guess my thing is, if at the end of the day they're still allowed to continue on the season, no, we're not going to shut. You're not going to shut down the franchise. You're not going to blame the players for it. the players. Aren't even no, no, do that's not what I mean. I mean, like, what do you want, Reg? They're, they're, I don't know. I, I, 
It's like you cheat in track and field. They disqualify you. Independent individual sport. Well, I mean, if you cheat in, like, the soccer in the Olympics, you get disqualified. Yes, yeah, so the players do. Right, but what I'm saying, so, like, nothing's going to happen to the players. Like, like they're anything. still going to be allowed to continue on and maybe win the Super Bowl. Yes. The and players just and the, be an asterisk next to that. The players and the coaches win. didn't do anything. You can't punish the team. You cannot punish the... The players don't know what the front office is doing. They don't know what the uh, photographers are doing. You can't punish them for what front office people do. That's just not fair. If if the head of Nigerian soccer gets caught doing bribery and stuff like that, the players should not be punished for it. They had nothing to do with it. If the players are doping, yeah. Can't get rid okay. of the team, but I guess I, I don't know. Like I, you can't blame player. No one would want that. No, no player would sign up for punishment of that magnitude because that could happen to any team. And imagine, but then it would make the the consequences. It doesn't make sense. It's it I mean, would, imagine Rich. imagine if you cheating. If your company uh, if, cheated... If, 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 no, no. Imagine if you get caught four times cheating and they're like, you know what? You guys lose your next two games. Well, no one would do that. That's unfair competition. That's the thing. But the, then nobody would cheat again. Yes, they would. They would just appeal that shit. Rich, the penalties don't... Uh, the penalties mm. don't make sense. No one would do that. Like, that's... That's shooting yourself in the foot, the face, and the dick. Okay. Well, I assume if you say that they're losing the draft round pick is... Horrible it's it's bad. Even a, a back end first round draft pick are guys who are going to go to the Pro Bowl, unless you draft poorly and they don't really draft poorly. It's hard to draft poorly in the first round. I'll take your word for it. Uh, before we go, we do have a hero and an ass hat of the week. The nominees are my ass hat of the week, Colby Covington. Uh, he's a racist MMA fighter who basically has made this like made my week Donald Trump supporter character profile that he's projects and shit. And he had been talking shit about someone who may end up being our hero. Uh, and definitely is our hero. And this black man uh, finally got in the cage with him. And, he, and he, it was funny too because the the before the fight stuff he was like this isn't just a fight you know this isn't just about the belt or anything like that this is about this is for immigrants and all these people who have been oppressed and who have been have who keep having to take this shit from these people this fight is real to me yeah he basically was like for mo- for this guy it's a joke he gets to make a joke out of this shit mm-hmm. but for me and for others we have to live this. Live what these these with these people are telling us to go home, and we don't belong here. Right, and we're lesser. And this chuckle fuck came in there with the coon of the of the century, uh, Candace Owens. Owens. Yeah, fuck her. And that motherfucker got knocked the fuck out, broke his jaw. TKO, right? Yeah, TKO in the in the fifth round. Forty seconds left. Uh, broke his jaw, knocked him down. Ref stopped it. And then he basically ran away. He ran away. Didn't even go to the post-conference. 
Ran out the arena. Ran out the arena, straight to the hospital. Fuck what that dude. Bitch. Yeah. And then and then talking shit on Twitter the next day, like Like he like we didn't have photo evidence yeah. of him getting the shit knocked out of him. They, the photo of him where his jaw gets broken, mm-hmm. like you can just literally see the punch wave cresting through I, I watched his that face. so many times in gift form and then I saw the video and they're like right there and I think it was Joe Rogan he's like you can't leave your mouth open like that <laughs> you're gonna get hurt so that's my vote for yeah. uh, for ass head of the week and then the hero of the week is uh, Kamura Usman who is a Nigerian American MMA fighter yeah. and champion who uh, gave the comeuppance to said racist right. uh, and it, there's this great story as Reds mentioned about how invested he was in winning this fight uh, he was helping his brother train for a fight in um, Puerto Rico mm-hmm. and all these people are like hey you're fighting that Covington guy right he's like yeah they're like I hope you beat him I can't wait to see you kill him in the ring yeah. people were just like please beat this guy Right, and he was like, "I knew then how much it meant to other people," and he did the damn thing. So he did the damn thing to the champion, yeah. um, proving once again, Trump has uh, protection from his racist shit. Yeah, these other people don't. Do not let your constitutional rights get you constitutional less. And last but not least, it, it came is from the internet. The weekend it came from the internet. It came from the internet. Yes, it's the weekend of the release of the new Star Wars movie, uh, Rise of the Skywalkers. Yeah, Rise of the Skywalkers. Uh, and so to end up our show, because people have been posting their top lists and all that jazz, we thought that we would give you guys our top list. In the spirit of showing our top list, we wanted to go through and just burn through our top um, Star Wars movies. Red, you want me to go first or you want to go first? I'll go first. Go ahead. Um, Empire Strikes Back, Star Wars, A New Hope, Rogue One, Return of the Jedi, uh, At Five, The Force Awakens, um, Revenge of the Sith, The Last Jedi, The Phantom Menace, Star Wars Holiday Special, <laughs> Attack of the Clones, and Solo. Well... Solo and then Attack of the Clones, yeah. So that list is bogus. It's not bogus. It's completely bogus. It started off well and then just fucking no sived around five. Uh, oh, you know what? I should switch the Phantom Menace and Last Jedi. So Revenge of the Sith is six. Phantom Menace is eight. Then Last Jedi. I mean, Phantom Menace is seven. Last Jedi eight. I'll give you the actual list of, of what critics believe is the greatest um, rundown. Uh, number one, Star Wars A New Hope. Number two, Empire Strikes Back. Number three, I put Return of the Jedi just above Rogue One. No, it is not better. Um, number four, Rogue One. Number five, Phantom Menace, the best of the prequels. Yes. Um, number six, Force Awakens. No. Number seven, Revenge of the Sith. Number eight, Last Jedi. Number nine, Solo. Number ten, Clones. Because when it comes down to it, Clones is the worst fucking movie. It is. And then the question is, which is worse, Last Jedi or Solo? And I think if I had to watch one of them back to back, I would watch Last Jedi over Solo just by a hair. The throne scene beats out the Lando scenes.
That's not true. When they're on the when they had the the uh, fight in the prison yard, that was pretty cool in that shit. I don't even remember that shit. Also, the uh, scene where they're trying to do the heist there on top of the speed rail, that's pretty cool. Again, those are the best scenes in a very shitty movie. Yeah. But I, I think that's about... I think that sums yeah, it up for tonight. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, go see Star Wars. Uh, as always, though, please speak your truth. Tell your story. And stay woke. Peace! You can find John at TempeWMF on Twitter and Instagram, and you can find his other stuff at Tempe'sWorld.com. And you can find Reggie at Hedonis, that's H-I-D-D-A-N-A-S. He co-hosts In My Humble Opinion and the Cinema Chat Podcast. You think this there's a possibility this could be the best Star Wars oh, of no. the modern ones? No. Not including Rogue One, like of the of this of, trilogy? of this trilogy, could this one be the best one? Yeah, I think it's going to be only because it's such a low bar. Well, I mean, Force Awakens wasn't terrible, but I do think Force Awakens is a good movie in the same way that Jurassic Park or Jurassic World is a good movie. I disagree. I think uh, I think this Are one is recording? yeah. Oh. I think this one is much better than Jurassic World. Jurassic World, there's like it's not See, even. Jurassic World is just the best hits, the greatest hits of all the Jurassic Park movies, and so is Force Awakens. It's the greatest hit of all the Star Wars movies. I think it's a bad... They're identical. The only difference is the the characters in Force Awakens are so much better. Finn is a fun character. Well, you know what? I take that back. Finn is not a good character. Yeah, he is. No, he's not. He's a coward. Space janitor coward. Yes, but that's... He's realistic. He's not a good character. Poe Dameron is uh, a good character. Except for... And, you you know, make, Poe Dameron's a good character. sometimes. Uh, Ray's a good character. I don't like Kylo. I think he's a clown. I like Kylo because he's conflicted. And, uh, what's his name? Is even clownish, more clownish. Uh, Hux is fucking ridiculous. He's nepotism. What Snoke is. Well, let's not let's not even talk about that. He was terrible. And and, and uh, Phasma is the new wasted. New fucking Boba Fett. Fett. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs>